We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After this game, especially with it being your 100th win, how would you summarize that? Well, singles a good pass inside. White gets two. We're killing it. I told the guys they get something to be proud of, something to be grateful for, and it's just a testament to the people that you have around you. And so I think in a business of where individual success is highly talked about on a nightly basis, like, you know, the box scores and the stuff like that. 66 points in the board, 29 for the Nets. To have a group of people that you can share in your success with is important. Can't get to this point, um, and it really starts with the players. And I always tell them, I can't be who I am uh, if they don't let me. There's Hacker Simmons. I know Joe's coaching the game, but it's a savage move. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's a gift in coaching. You can always be in a situation to where you don't have empowerment or you don't have guys that allow you to be yourself. And it's an important gift that the players give me, and uh, they give it to each other. And I think that's important for us to continue to grow in. So I'm grateful for that. To paraphrase Warner Wolf, if you had the next night in 49, you lost. I lose a lot of bets, but that wasn't one I happened to lose last night. I did not have the Nets in 49. Celtics win by 50. <laughs> 50. And it's just... We've been talking about this for a few weeks now. They're so much better than the rest of the Eastern Conference. It's not even funny. The Bucks stink. The Knicks are hurt. The Heat, way down. And we'll see. They still scare me the most, as we've discussed. Cleveland, I'm not buying. Who, who else am I missing in the Eastern Conference? Definitely not the Nets. Philadelphia. Philly, no Embiid. Like, they're so much better than the rest of the East. It's not even funny. Co-sign. Yes, I agree. Saw it last night. Just back-to-back. I mean, last night was just freaking embarrassing. Freaking embarrassing. The, the Nets, Nets, you talk about a team that wants to go to Cancun. I mean, the Nets, the Nets were one foot out the door. Like, I thought the Celtics might be that team. They're, they're going to the all-star break. Jalen's going to the dunk contest. I, I figured the Celtics would be that team. And to their credit, Missoula's credit, he got his 100th win last night, as you heard there off the open. Great work by Ryan Garvin. Uh, he got his 100th win. And so he had them invested in, ready to go. Credit to the Celtics. I thought they'd be the team that was out to lunch. One, two, three, Cancun. That was the Nets after the game on Tuesday in Brooklyn. They're like, ugh, we got to go to Boston for this again? We're, we're not going to do it. Arkan, are we going to let him get away with it off the top? Get away with what? What a tough day this is for one Adam Jones. Well, I think it's important everybody knows. Yes. That 40 years ago, a very special little boy was born. And that boy nice. is Adam Jones. Nice. Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, guys. 40 years and nine months ago, <laughs> something <laughs> happened that led, to, <laughs> that led to this moment that I can't imagine anybody's looking forward to.
Wish we yes. could all go back in time and undo it. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. If I could go back in time, if I had a time machine and I could say, please don't go through with it. I would. I Wait, would, you would walk into the room. I would. I would tell my parents. Oh, uh, maybe. Oh. Maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> maybe think better of it. Uh, but yes, that was. Uh, it's my 40th birthday today. Yes, so I am now uh, part of the 40 Club, our kid. Which I. I can't really Welcome say. Welcome aboard, I'm, friend. I can't really say I'm looking forward to. Although I don't. I don't feel all that different. I'm still like generally sore and breaking down, so that's no different than 40s it was yesterday. Forties are your new thirties, isn't nah, it? I don't think so. Isn't that kind of how it works? Everything's pushed back like ten years. I don't think so. I mean, that's I what people think so. that's what people say, but I don't think Definitely so. Definitely for our generation, we don't own anything. We don't. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. We you got to live that way. We don't own anything. <laughs> uh, no, yes. So, uh, so yes. Forty years young today is what I am. Uh, well, not, you look terrible. Thank you. I, 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 that's, that's, yeah, that you is, look you look forty eight. That is definitely so you have that going on, that, right? I'm so much, you're ahead of schedule. I'm much younger than I look. Uh, you have most of your hair. I have most of my hair. It's slowly falling out of the back, as uh, <laughs> Barbara Steve is uh, keeps lying to me about. Wait, so is he lying to you? I think so. Do you so. ever ask him to hold up a mirror? Like yeah. you should. Hey, he's like, yeah, you're holding on to it back there. I'm like, great, thanks. You're like, how long? Give I, me a deadline. I've asked him that before, and he won't. He won't give me a deadline. He won't let you be proactive about no, it. No, I don't think so. He, he wants, won't get you on the hey, juice. He wants me to keep paying him in the meantime. Well, yeah, but you're—he's gonna lose a customer if you start losing. Some. I won't go on the juice. I won't. I won't do what? it. What? I won't use. No, I won't. I won't use any performance enhancers. Baseball Hall. Of Fame. I, Are look, you kidding? Uh, look, I know there's many great sponsors here. It's not for me. I've I've said this many times. I'm I think not I've said about it. getting the full transplant. I'm talking about getting juiced up. I, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I've said. I've said. You're before. not gonna Rogaine. I think I'm. I'm like an inner bald person anyway. So I just. I. I self-identify as a bald person. <laughs> so I think I. I identify as a bald person already. Are you already. like afraid of the side it. effects? No, I just, I'm not, I'm, I don't, I just don't care that much. I don't care that much. Like, it's falling out. Just tell me. It's falling out back there. <laughs> just let me know. I know it's going to go. Arcan. So just tell me. I don't like people yes. lying to me, but I don't care that it's falling out. Arcan's I know it's falling got, out. has got some, like, the thickest hair at the station, so he definitely doesn't have anything to worry about. <laughs> well, Fourier but... thinks he's thick in other ways, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're both <But> right. <laughs> if, you, if you started getting a little shy, would you go to performance enhancers? Um, no, I think I'd just let nature take its course. Wow. I do. I don't think I'm not I, I don't am know. I'm impressed just, by you guys. I'm yeah. not on TV a lot like you two. I just, you know, I'm back here in my not my about being room. on TV. It's about like a lot of guys are just very emotionally attached to their hair. Yeah, what about uh, what about on Twitch? Mm. You're on there every day. Kinda, yeah. And it is pointing right down at my head. <laughs> um there's so. quite a there's, I mean there's already <laughs> kind of a glare going on uh, back there, Arcan, I gotta tell you. Well, it's just my no. shiny skin. There's already been a little, uh, little spiking, bit of a glare back it's there. It's because he spikes his hair up. It makes the hairline look You're telling less me that's once the enemy advances beyond this perimeter. Look up. He will not be Jones anymore. If you're watching on Twitch, go ahead. There's not a glare. That's not a glare. Hmm? I think he's sweating because we're talking that's a glare. about him right now. That's a glare. What are you talking? What are you telling me? That's not a glare. That's a glare. It's a I glare. Got, I wouldn't uh, say it's a- see because I feel like I'm doing at least some part of the female version of uh-huh. the performance enhancements, yeah, which yeah, yeah. is Botox in the forehead. Sure. Like you get the Botox. That's that's kind of equivalent to me of using the Rogaine on the back of the head. I was told I have the 11s going on the other day. Is what Who my told wife you told that? My wife told me. Oh. <laughs> My wife said, "You got the Elevens going." I said, "What, what are, are those? the Elevens? Just deep, deep. Like uh, if you're, if you, those if, ones are Zeke, expensive to treat. Zeke, too. if you could zoom in on these, right, right, at, right in between the eyes. Stop these, doing that. You're making it these worse. These creases. I don't care. These these creases in between you my eyes are my. Care. They're my Elevens. Why do because I? Because you're gonna look like you're 80 by go, the time you're 60. I go. Nothing. Nothing is saving this. You look I've, like a I've, samurai mask. When I've, you do, this. <laughs> do it again. It's, I don't like that face. They're deep. They're deep. Is what I was told. 
And uh, yeah, no, that's, I just, that's expensive because that's the strongest muscle in your face. So no. if you want to get that done, it's like, poof, good luck. Nothing saving this. I'm aware of this. And then I'm you a, can't frown anymore. I've been, I've been on this planet for 40 years. I know nothing saving what I got going on. So I'm just clinging to what I got. But when anyway, it goes, when it goes, it goes. To, to the leader Thank of you. the most beautiful show on WEI, as Thank we've you. established. Thank you. We all have our hair. Uh, Mego, We're young and vibrant. Mego brought in some delicious cupcakes today. Uh, help Arcan helped himself. I, had one. I don't. I don't know. I told everybody else to help themselves. I'm not sure anyone else did. Well, they're still sitting in the chalk lounge, Intern- so they're 100 percent gone. Oh, they're by gone. Now. Oh, they're gone by now. Oh, they're gone. Fourier scooted by and grabbed them on the way out. I'm sure. <laughs> he just did a swipe. <laughs> yeah. So those. Yeah, those are long gone. Intern Jacob, I hope you got one. Fourier's just going around with a butterfly's net, just scooping things up before he leaves. <laughs> Gresh just uh, looked at it and it disappeared. Yeah, this is gone. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I'm sure many, many, I'm sure the Twitch chat is just over the moon. Oh, this is lots nice. Of, lots of praise, I'm Happy sure. Happy 40th birthday to the worst Boston sports personality <laughs> in history. I love you. This is what I, I imagine there's a lot of that going on out there, uh, but thank you very much. Uh, let's start with our big question of the day here on Jones and Mego. Have the Celtics exceeded your expectations? They are at the All-Star break. They're 43-12. and 12. They're six games clear of the number two team in the Eastern Conference. Have they exceeded your expectations? And I will not accept Met as an answer. This is a yes or a no. Mego, go. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. And a lot of it has to do with Joe Missoula. I'm going to say this. Like, I will admit my expectations for Missoula at times have been pretty low. But the way that they seem to be connecting with Joe Missoula, if it's not real, then they're putting on quite a performance in these press conferences and availabilities and with what they're doing on the court. And the other side of it is this. Uh, You know, we hear people complain about Missoula ball and their reliance on the three-pointers. I'll say this. Right now, it's kind of obvious the Celtics have the best offensive rating in the entire league. But they also have the third best defensive rating behind the Timberwolves and the Cavs. They're the best rebounding team in the entire league ahead of the Warriors, Jazz, and Knicks. They're second best in blocks. They're a more balanced team. I look at this team, Drew Holiday, is pretty much who I expected him to be. I would say he's met expectations. Porzingis wildly exceeded expectations to me. So overall, the team's not perfect. I know you like to say that I think they're perfect. I don't think they are. Well, you don't want any moves at the you deadline. Did say that. I yeah. think Jalen yeah. Brown's been mostly fine, kind of what I expected. Tatum has been a lot better than I expected, even though his stats don't necessarily individually reflect it all the time. Yes, this team has exceeded my expectations thus far. Arkan, yes or no, they've exceeded your expectations. No, and it's not that I think they've been bad or not played a good season. I think they've been very good. They're the best team in the league. But you look at where they were at the All-Star break last year, they've only won one more game this year than they did at the All-Star break last year. Which, And that's the only thing. Like I had very high expectations. When they brought in Porzingis, when they traded for Holiday, I was expecting this team to be kind of a juggernaut. And it's not that they haven't been good. I mean, they have been. But they were good last year. You know, at this time last year, I think they were first in offensive rating, first in defensive rating, or top three in both. Uh, Maybe that's how they finished. But either way, I mean, that was sort of a common thing. You saw that last year. You saw a lot of the same problems that this team has this year that you saw last year, too, uh, in terms of closing out games, taking teams lightly. I mean, we've we've seen, uh, you know, timeout problems with Missoula taking too many threes. A lot of the same sort of stuff that we complained about last year. So it's not that they have been uh, poor. It's just I had very high expectations, and I'd say they're just a shade underneath them. Yeah, me too. I said they should go chase 66 wins, which the Celtics had in 2008. They're on pace for 64. So, look, I'm not saying they're, like, way south of my expectations or they've failed or they're bums or anything like that. But, no, they haven't met my expectations. And 
honestly, and they can't do anything about this now. It's whatever, February 15th. Uh, probably a day I should know. It's February 15th, <laughs> and they they haven't, they can't win a championship by now. Like, I know they can't do that, but that's the real goal, as we all know. And they're way clear of the East, but the East is bad. They've lost some choice games in there that I don't love. Arkan just referenced these. The end of the Nuggets game, they wilted. You know, they lost to OKC. They lost, They split with Minnesota, but they lost the game to Minnesota. They've lost to some of those top teams out West. I didn't like what I saw from Miami last weekend. They won, but Miami was losing guys left and right and didn't have Jimmy Butler. And it was way too close for comfort. And Jalen melts in that building. The Celtics melt in that building. So I don't know that they're it's different enough. There. It is. I don't know that they're different enough. And no, they've not met, by, uh, met my expectations. Uh, you guys can vote. At Jones and Mego. Up now on Twitter, have the Celtics exceeded your expectations? I will not take Met as an example. You need to pick. It's a yes or no option. It's up now on Twitter. You can dial us up, 617-779-7937. By the way, that is an answer. If they met your expectations, that means they didn't exceed them. Well, that's a fair point. That does count as not not exceeding them. Meeting is a no. That is not exceeding your expectations. Good point, Arkan. If that's how you want to answer it and you want to try to split the difference, your actual answer is no. I'll tell you early. The voting's very, very close. We'll give you the results coming up. We'll get into Joe Missoula, his 100th win, some thoughts on him. And are you ready for the Celtics to dominate All-Star Weekend? Because it's about to happen. We have Tommy Curran standing by at 3.30. We'll get his thoughts on the dynasty, uh, which he'll appear in. He wrote about it last night. We'll get his thoughts on what the Patriots are doing at number three. We'll also get into Brady and Mahomes, of course, with Tommy Curran. All that at 3.30. We have triple play at 4.45. Meg's playing 5.30 and picks for tonight in Bet Roulette at 5.45. Arkham with all the latest. We're right back with whether or not the Celtics have met your expectations and All-Star Weekend in the NBA right after trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash bostonweei and check out weei on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of Jones and Mego on weei. Just seeing how like uh, people view him, maybe from the outside a little bit. I think he's he's very underrated. Like uh, people don't appreciate who who he is and how he coaches uh, because he's very young. You can always like blame it on him and stuff like that. Um, but uh, but he's very underrated as a coach, and very underrated and and different. And 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 yeah, I think I think I think people don't see who who he really is and how he coaches. And 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 it's easy to. Not give him the credit because of the talent that we have, no. But uh, but he deserves a lot of credit. 
he does deserve a lot of credit and the rest of the coaching staff also deserves a lot of credit. Kristaps Porzingis, after the Celtics beat Brooklyn 136-86 to last night, their second 50-point victory of the year, which they're the third team in NBA history to do that. I, I looked this up today because I saw this tweet going around. Two other teams have won by 50-plus points twice in the same season, the 78-79 Bucks, the 92-93 Kings. And I'm like, legendary. I'm like, those can't possibly be good teams. I'm like, maybe the Bucks. I couldn't remember what year they won with Abdul Jabbar. But I'm like, let me look these up. Both those teams stunk. They were both under 500. They both missed the playoffs. So the Celtics don't stink. Just beating teams by 50 plus in a season means nothing. The Bucks were 38 and 44, missed the playoffs. The Kings were 25 and 57, missed the playoffs, which is shocking. But those are the other teams that have done it. So that's irrelevant. I do put some stock in what Porzingis is talking about. And last night is a good example of it. Like, I don't want to overrate the final game before the All-Star break. Cool, don't. But you saw how easy it is for a team like the Nets to just check out and be like, we're not even going to show up. We're not even going to try. And maybe I shouldn't give the Celtics a lot of credit because the other team was so checked out. But, Mego, you say this all the time. The Celtics play down to their level of opponent. Well, they used to. Well, they still do. I mean, sometimes now they don't always rise to the occasion. And so... I'll I'll give them credit for last night. He got his 100th win. The guys all got to rest. It's like, look, Tatum, no, no one played in the fourth quarter, except for Pritchard, which I know just destroyed uh, Ryan last night, which is unfortunate. I do. I We, we poke fun because we love Ryan because that was a tough beat last night with uh, Pritchard leading the Celtics in scoring. Worst of my life. <laughs> so, Not even close. So I, I understand the pain going on back there. But... When it comes to the Celtics, they got to rest their guys. They stepped on the net's throat. And I want to see the Celtics do that more. I I would love to see them do that against inferior competition and just run them out of the gym. They're good enough to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I. Uh, what do you make of Joe Missoula's comments about how he hates the All Star break or he hates breaks in general? Let's say he was he well, was talking about how the team gets to spend time with their families and that's important and that's nice, but that he's like, yeah, this is terrible. We're going on a break and I don't feel good that uh, we're going into the break after a win because we're supposed to have good feelings. It's the same thing as having bad feelings. You're supposed to have no feelings. Well, I have two thoughts on that. Uh, one of them ties into what Arkham was saying earlier, which is they fell off in the second half last year. So I bet he's like, something happened last year at the All-Star break. And the other thing that still rings in my head, and we ask Scal about it every week, except yesterday because he wasn't on the show. (laughs) We ask him every week. It's like, hey, like you said, early in the year, All-Star voting could tear a team apart. And maybe this is when it happens. It's like Derek White goes home. Christoph Porzingis goes home. Oh, can you believe Jalen made the All-Star team over you? Or can you believe so-and-so made the All-Star team over you? You're more important to your team than this guy. You're having a better season than that guy. And maybe you get all gassed up by your family. Or maybe there's just a break in there where you're in a rhythm and that's what he's talking about. Or maybe he learned from last year. I don't know, but I I think he's referencing stuff like that, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't think the All-Star stuff is going to come into too much play with this team because of who you're talking about. You're talking about Derek White, who I seem to think is like or I happen to think is seems to be the most humble guy in the entire history of the NBA and then you also have Kristaps Porzingis who just seems happy as hell not to be in Dallas or DC he's like I have the easiest job in the world right now it's play with Jason and Jalen and stay healthy like that's all I had to do and I'm basically going to get a championship so I think both those guys are seem at least outwardly pretty happy and I wouldn't worry about them starting to get disgruntled because they didn't get the honors and they didn't even get the alternate the injury alternates or anything like that 
Um, I'm more worried about complacency, that they come out of this break and that they get bored, that they start playing with their food, that they're just uh, start getting a little bratty around the edges. Because right now it's everything's so feel good right now because it seems to be I know it's not easy, but they're making it look easy. Well, that's why last and when night you're was winning, it's when you're winning, it is easier to be around each other. That's why last night was encouraging, right? It's like they didn't do it. Yeah, they didn't screw they around. Didn't get, yeah, exactly. They didn't, they didn't check out. So, no, I, so I'm encouraged by last night. I don't know that it changes anything big picture. And you can vote at Jones and Mega. Have the Celtics exceeded your expectations during the first half of the year? Mega, one more time, yes or no? Yes, they have. Arkham? But perhaps my expectations were too low. Maybe. Yeah, perhaps. Maybe, maybe you weren't as high. That's true. Mayhaps. Because I had them winning the title. You still won't commit to that. No, I've com- I think I have. No, I committed to it with the Bruins because, like, whatever. <laughs> And you won't you won't commit to Tatum winning the MVP, which is just interesting. No, I actually am committing to Tatum's Tatum's not going to win the MVP. Okay, well that's, I used to say that really I, going out on that a I line, thought but. that he would come in second. I don't think he's going to be in top three. So votes. just know at the national level, I'll play some of this for you coming up. Uh, Stephen A. said today that Tatum should be the MVP. Colin Cowherd is talking about there's no excuses for the Celtics. So just just know today is a day where the Celtics are a national talker and. Tatum's being talked about as the MVP by Stephen A. Cowherd said they have zero excuses to not at least get to an NBA Finals and push the Nuggets. He didn't quite go all the way to saying they should win. But just know that's how they're being talked about. And no, they haven't exceeded my expectations. I thought they could win 66 games and push what the 08 Celtics did. They're on pace for 64. They've lost some of the choice games on the schedule that really matter. Arkan referenced this earlier. No, they haven't met my expectations. Yeah, and it's not to say, you know, if you say they met your expectations and they haven't exceeded them, I wouldn't even say they've necessarily met mine. And that's not because I thought they were uh, anything different or that they were a bad team or they've had a bad season. Again, it's important to sort of say that my expectations were very high going into this year. I think it was for everybody. When you saw that Porzingis was coming here, when you saw that they traded Marcus Smart for Chris Depp's Porzingis and brought in Drew Holiday, I mean, it just, I looked at that and thought, man, this team is going to really be special. There was a stretch in the Ime Udoka year after they started the year like 25 and 25 where they just went on a crazy pace and only lost like four or five games over like a month and a half. I have to go back and look and see exactly what it was. But that was as good as they've looked, I think, since uh, in the Tatum-Brown era. And I thought it was going to be like that right off the right off the rip this year. And it hasn't quite been that. It hasn't been bad. It hasn't been, you know, it, it, they're not going to win the championship or anything like that. I think they're still very much contenders, and I think they can get all the way to the well, finals. I think they could win the finals. They're talented enough to do it. But I expected with the influx of talent from the jump from last year to this year to be bigger. I just, they can't win a championship in the middle of February. I acknowledge that. Right. But I do hold their past against them. And it's what Arkan just said. They started red hot last year and then fell off in March. And they started red hot this year, and let's see how they do. And so I'm not saying they won't win. I've been telling you all along I think they're going to. But they've looked a little more vulnerable against the top teams in the West than I expected. And teams like Miami still bother me. And that's still the team to avoid in the Eastern Conference. I've been talking about that since the second Doc Rivers got to Milwaukee. So here are our results to this point up now in our big question of the day. And I'm surprised it's this close. I thought this would be kind of a landslide for the Celtics exceeding expectations. The question again, have they exceeded your expectations during the first half of the year? 53% say yes. So it's a majority, yes, but 47 say no. That's closer. Isn't that closer than you thought? Yeah, I thought it'd be like 75-25. Like this is a positive, sunny, exactly. 75-25, 80-20, something. That's what I expected. 
And so that's a largely positive fan base that's telling you. Do you think the Celtics the Celtics green teamers are getting disgruntled? No, I just think people have sky-high expectations. So they got to be perfect. I mean, yeah. I think when you start seeing some of the stuff that, that we've seen, not executing against Denver and melting down late uh, against Oklahoma City and losing that game in overtime against Minnesota. Let's see how they do with two against Phoenix. They have a rematch against Denver. They still have another game with OKC, I believe. And if we're being fair to them, they did split with Minnesota. You know, they swept Miami, but that last game to me was way closer than it should have been given how shorthanded the Heat were. And I still take them seriously. I'm sorry, I do. So, for yeah. m- For me, like, I, I think if it's I'm, some of those games. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. I think the alarm bells go off for me with both the L.A. teams, the Clippers, the Lakers. Yeah, Clippers again, that's another and one. And the Denver game. Like, these are the teams that you should be stepping to when you're the Celtics and you're the favorites for the championship. And it's like, I, I think I'm largely in agreement with you that there's nobody that I see in the regular season right now that I'm really scared of in a seven-game series from the East. I'm I'm just not really scared of anyone. Now, the Knicks might emerge yeah, who, healthy. Who and are you be, most afraid of? I'm not really afraid of anyone either, but who are I you most afraid of? I think probably the Knicks. And the, the Heat are always a weird thing that they have. Like, the Heat are, is is a rivalry now. In That's weird because it's so lopsided in the most recent series, series games, regular season games. Hey, got it. In the Celtics' favor? Series yeah. is Series is is. Yeah. Um, so I I could see the Knicks doing stuff, and we'll see them later next week with the Celtics at MSG, and we'll see what they can actually do against them. But it's these teams that are the big teams in the West, and I'm like, if you're not going to rise to those occasions, that's more that tells me a little something about you that I should at least have my antenna up about. So you know when we say uh, you know to parrot Cowherd for a minute, there's no excuses, like. Well, if we're getting all the way to the NBA Finals, then you're there. Like, that that's a pretty good problem to have. You're in the NBA Finals now. I, I can't see them. I can't see them failing to get out of the East. I just can't see it, Arkan. And it would be it would be inexcusable and big changes would have to happen. You know, we tried to talk about this with Shams last week from the Super Bowl. Like, would Missoula go? What would they do with Jalen or other players in their core? Like, do they bring back Derek White? Do they bring back Drew Holiday? They have contract decisions mm-hmm. on those guys. So... I, they have to get out of the East. There, there's zero excuse not to get out of the East. I think they should win the whole thing. But if they lose to Denver, I don't know if there's a lot of shame in that. Let me see how it looks. We'll evaluate that when they get there. Yeah, I mean, they I, have to get out of the East. Have to. If they don't, I mean, if they don't, it's going to really raise some big questions about Tatum and Brown and everybody else. Assuming everyone's healthy. I mean, that's the only real variable here. And I know that you, Jones, think that even if one of these guys gets hurt, they should still win, right? Like they should still be there. I think. I said, I said specifically if Porzingis. If gets Porzingis hurt, gets yeah. hurt, if Porzingis gets hurt, I don't know. I mean, that was a big part of what set my expectations so high was acquiring him and sort of how he would integrate. And I know he's missed a lot of games this year but you know he's given you 21 and 7 or whatever it is so I mean it's been largely successful and I think a big part of why they're as good as they are so I don't know if he goes down I feel like they're still pretty similar to last year's team like if he goes down with an injury and he's not there for the conference finals or something and they're know, resting but, him for the finals but I thought last I could see them should, not getting out of that I thought last year's team should have won yeah maybe they should have but they didn't and they're <laughs> and the, even without Porzingis they should be better than a year ago they've upgraded they they played Derek White more that's true which is and it, White is better he's better because he plays more I think I, I think he's been this good it's just he had to hide in Marcus Smart's shadow which was giant and overshadowed everybody else and you have Drew Holiday which is an upgrade so e- even without Porzingis I think you're better 
than a year ago. Uh, but we can continue to debate that. 617-779-7937. Celtics are running away from the rest of the Eastern Conference, 43-12. and 12. They won by 50 last night. Have they exceeded your expectations? Yeah, should have won by 60, man. You can jump in there. Uh, meanwhile, let me hear a little bit of Joe Missoula. This is Missoula on the all-star snubs, which are Derek White and Christoph Porzingis. And again, we referenced this before. Scal said this is the kind of thing that can rip a team apart. And Joe Missoula doesn't sound happy about it. Here it is. Clearly, winning is not important, huh? Winning's not valued, so that's my reaction. Is it, is it frustrating? Like, you're, you're pretty vocal about Derek in particular. Like, well, and KP, too, yeah. I mean, to me, like, how could you not put both of those guys in? So, it just, winning is not the most important thing in the league. Do you have any conversations with them about it or, you know? Uh, no, I mean, they're, they're, they're two guys that get it. You know, at the end of the day, like, they're guys that just have been around or just want to play the right way. They want to be a part of winning, and winning is the most important thing to those two guys. So, you know, that's really, at the end of the day, that's really kind of all that matters when it comes to that, you know? <laughs> He's so annoyed about it. I'm surprised he didn't finish it with winning's the most important thing to those guys, just not to the league. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but that is what you said. Like, he, he doesn't sound worried about those two specifically. That's exactly what you said. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about them personality-wise, or at least uh, in their circumstances. Well, like, Scal was. Yeah, well, Scal seems to worry about a lot of things. He's kind of like you in that way. Like, you're both looking around, looking for something to be yeah, that's the what sky everybody to says. Me and, me and Scal are just yes, exactly the same. Exactly in, our, the same. In, our, in our NBA view and Celtics <laughs> outlook, we're exactly the same. Many, He's don't, worried he many about okay. be Scal's worried about Jalen Brown in the dunk contest. Like, oh, it's too dangerous. Oh. That is true. He, you guys got to really, you really don't get the league, do you? He, he has turned into a bit but of a you know cat. dangerous? Mm-hmm. Being in the media game against Scal when you're a, a little 5'7 girl. <laughs> getting weigh 115 on. pounds, getting dunked on That's him a, by Scal. It's a, division, <clears throat> it's a Division one athlete there. So, I, you know, I, I think he saw that and he said it doesn't matter. Um, look, I, I agree with him. I actually agree with Missoula on this. And I would extrapolate it into the Tatum debate. And this is why I do think Tatum's going to get some real... I don't, I'm not saying he's going to win it, but I agree with what Forsberg wrote yesterday. I said this briefly yesterday. He's about to surge in the MVP voting because the Celtics are just so much better record-wise than everybody else. People are going to look at it and go, he's the best player on the best team. And he's, But that's not how they talk about it. They talk about it as the starting five. I do, but I, I think that's best about... Best starting five. They I think have that's Porzingis. About to change. They have Drew Holiday. They, these guys are former All-Stars. I think it's about to change. And, and then I, they have other All-Stars. I, and then they have the highest paid player okay, there, too. I'm telling you, I think it's about to change. And I don't know that that's how everybody talks about it. That's how we talk about it in Boston. I, I don't know like that that's how everybody level. talks about your, it. Your hero, Colin Cowherd, has talked about it that way. He's right. like, I don't know about but this who, Jason Taylor. But who do they start, yeah, who do they start with? Tatum. Yeah, because he's the—he's still the biggest name. But so, when I look around the other guys who are going to be in the MVP race, he just is a smaller name than those guys. I'm not should, saying I think it's right. Who I should win the MVP? Tatum or SGA? Tatum. I don't know. SGA is doing some Tatum. amazing stuff. Who should win? Tatum or Luca? Oh, definitely not Luca. Tatum. Who should win? Tatum or Kawhi? Oh, that one's close too. Tatum. Like the <laughs> the only hurt right now. the only one that I don't think he's going to beat out and I get it is Jokic. That's it. If he loses to Jokic, fine. I'll have a problem with him losing MVP to anyone else. Anyone else. Giannis? Yes. Yeah, what about yeah. You? They stink. What do you mean Giannis? They're terrible. I mean, his numbers are very strong. Okay, but still, so what? You know. Okay, but it's MVP. It's not MVT. I know, but that but that does matter. That does matter. It They're should so... matter. I, I'm not sure it always does. Okay, well, Gilgis well, why... Alexander's having a better year than Tatum and, yeah. you know, that team doesn't stink. No, they don't stink. The, the Thunder Cel- are having a better year than the Nuggets but are. The, okay, but the Celtics are better than them. Sure. 
They're better right, than but them. But you're saying but Jokic is having a better S- year than Tatum. What SGA is doing for the Thunder, honestly, I think is a bigger deal than what Tatum is doing Fine. for the Celtics. Fine, then Tatum should beat all those guys. Tatum should beat them all. Then I'll take Jokic off my list. He should beat them all. He should be the MVP overall. If this is what it's going to be, if this is what it's going to look like, where the Celtics are five games clear of everybody else, I agree with Missoula. He should win the MVP. And they should have had more representation at the All-Star game. They should have had three teams, uh, players rather. They're by far the best team. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. Like, get that bum off the all-star team. I agree more with your second point. They should have more people at the all-star game, like especially as injury alternates. One of those guys should have gotten a nod there. The MVP thing, just at this point in the season, like, I commend Tatum for not being in his head about it. You don't think think Tatum can score 30 a night like SGA is He could, but he's not. Right. So what we're supposed to like? Well, actually, the last couple games, Tatum is sacrificing, and his team is winning. That he, he that that's MVP level stuff. I like know, that, but the league doesn't doesn't award sacrifice. Well, They're think, not like I think it has. When I think it, it's not like Jokic led the league in scoring when he was winning MVPs. That's a team player who ended up yeah, winning. He was MVPs. averaging a triple double. I mean, and Yo- Jokic is also this is this is what I have always thought has been the knock against Tatum when you try to look at him like for these individual awards. He's not a freak in any way. Like, he's, uh, of course, uh, compared to the regular population, but in terms of the NBA, like, he's an amazing all-around player. He's a complete player. He's a great defender. His mid-range game has gotten a lot better. He can play in the post. He can shoot. He can do all these things. And he's not like somebody who, like Steph Curry who's going to have a circus shot. And he's not like someone who's like Jokic who's going to have triple doubles. He's not LeBron. Like he's not a lot of these other guys that are just very easy to pick out that Scotty way. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. <laughs> he's not that guy. He's been terrible since that Knicks trade. I want, I want nothing to do with Scotty Barnes on the All-Star team. So, look, I, I agree with people saying Tatum should be the MVP. I think Tatum should be in that mix for sure. And I don't see why these other guys are going to win it. Tatum's team is by far, if this is right now, the season's over, they're by far having the best season. They're the best team. Should we bet Tatum finishing I've, the top I've, three? I've already taken a future on Tatum to win. No, I'm saying on our show. Sure, yes. Nordic cycle. Yes, top three? You don't think he finished top three? <laughs> um, He doesn't finish top three. Okay, I'll, I'll take that okay. bet. He doesn't finish top three in MVP voting, and if you lose, you have to Nordic cycle. And if you lose, I'll pick something out for you. Wait, no, I want a Nordic cycle. No, no, no. Uh, no. a cheese no. wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get on a cheese wheel. Well, tell me what I'm agreeing to. Cheese you Tatum. have to Nordic cycle. What do you mean? Tatum outside of the top three. What do you mean? I know, what am I agreeing no, to? but what's my punishment? Cheese I, wheel. Che- what are you, deaf? I just said cheese wheel. Holy That's sh- not We happy. are witnessing we a baby f***ing cheese wheel. We right can't here. even get Wiggy to commit to the cheese wheel, and he came up with it. Like, yeah, but that's Wiggy. We're talking about you two right now. Holiday party. Yeah, we're talk- so why are you deflecting? I don't get it. Why? Uh, why I just told you what because it is. Because I don't think anybody's going to come up with the cheese whale. Okay, well, I don't think you're going to find a place to go. I, find, I found a website or whatever with the cheese whale. Yeah, thanks. Arkan's got to go. Okay. I didn't get a quote I'll on how much it costs. I'll commit to the cheese whale, but you have to Nordic cycle. And there's like you know, every other day, because Meg explaining is ahead of every curve. Every other day, I see another article. Oh, you can Nordic cycle in downtown Boston. Oh, you can Nordic cycle on the South Shore. Tatum Oh, you can Nordic cycle at Assembly Road. Tatum top three. Okay, but you also had to do it in tidy whities <laughs> This is not what Just I agreed like to. Just like little shorts. <laughs> no, it's not what I agreed to. Uh, Tatum top three, bet. Uh, so there you go. Uh, six one seven. Can I throw exit him while he's Nordic cycling? Yeah, how come yes! Ar- how come Arcand always gets to escape? Like it's a bet between you two. What are you? Yeah. Where are you? I'm right here. No, wh- where are you on the Tatum bet? Pick a side. Pick a side. Why? It's your bet. It's between Pick you two. Pick a side. Why? Take a guess. Because you sound like a wuss by not picking a side. I'm not getting involved in your bet. I can make a separate bet if you want. Oh, you guys know. have just yeah. made a way. What a wuss. You want to make a separate one? I mean, we can I make guess, a separate one. I guess one. we did. Coca, 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 coca. A coodle doodle doo. Coca-la.
Cucaracha. I don't want to do either of those two things. Cucaracha. I mean, we, look, should we pretend to not know that Arkansas was? He couldn't even drive to work. Mm-hmm. Can you drive to work true. the other day? Arkan, we dare you to drive to work every no, day for uh, the rest of the day. Arkan, the next snowstorm, you have to drive to work. <laughs> that, that, that's the bet. Tatum, no, top three, pick a side. I'll take the Nordic cycle, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. So where, but what are you, Tatum's top three? Um, No, I don't think so. You're I think on, I'd be on Megoside. You're on Megoside, okay, yeah, good. You can cheese whale me. Mark it down. All right. <laughs> I'm glad I won't be alone with the cheese whale. 617-779-7937. You might get a boost from that, Stephen. You know, I mean, there may be, because people are talking about it now. A boost that you kind of like? A boost that I kind of like, but... Look, statistically, I just I don't know. I don't look, know if it's really a bet on whether or not the Celtics are about to tank or not. I think they're going to keep running away from the rest <laughs> yeah. of the league. If they fall apart, then I'm going to be screwed on this bet. But I don't think they're going to fall apart. That's what they did last year. We'll get to your feedback. 617-779-7937. Hey, Marcus Smart and Grant Williams screwing things up last year. They don't have that anymore. True. Uh, we'll continue with your feedback here. And let's get to the Red Sox. Uh, some bad news on Yay! their farm system uh, decided to come out here. Uh, how are we feeling about the Red Sox on day two? of spring training with all your Celtics phone calls next. I want to talk about the two goalies. I don't think it matters who comes first. Trust me, have- it matters. Jones and Mego. It matters. You know, day one of spring training, Alex Cora won't say that he wants to be here, and Craig Breslow won't say that his team is playoff caliber. So it's like, man, we are off to a great start. But as far as Cora goes, I mean, you can read a lot into that, certainly. I don't expect that he's going to be here. What's fascinating to me is I've covered lame duck managers before, whether it's Jimmy Williams, whether it was John Farrell, and they wear it. I mean, you can see it from day one that that's all they're thinking about. How am I going to keep my job? Alex Cora is the exact opposite. He's like, set me free. You know, see if I care. There's going to be a big market for me. I just saw Craig Council get 40 million bucks from the Cubs. There's going to be real money for me. So I'm fine. I'm fine. Whatever happens. And it certainly seems like the team is almost going to have to convince Alex Cora to stay versus the opposite. John Tomasi last night on early edition NBC Sports Boston. I don't get why teams would be lining up for Cora. Like, I really don't. I I, I know this makes me like a bad person. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. But I don't get why. It's this that makes you a bad person. Why would all of baseball be lining up for him? I don't get it. He won with the highest payroll in 2018. There's plenty of questions about how he won in Houston and Boston. Fair. He was suspended for a full year. And then he But has, the suspension works in his favor because he did his time. I guess. Then he came back, and he's been a last-place team the last two years. And while they made the ALCS in 2021, they barely made the playoffs that year. They backed in on the final weekend of the year. So I just I don't get why there'd be such a large market for him, but that's neither here nor yeah, there. Just like there was for Bill Belichick, and there's going to be a huge market for Mike so, Vrabel. And, I mean, you just you know people around here, you know people what? get too close to it, and you that's what? what it is. Maybe that is what it is. That it's is a good point. Is. Like, is that is that what it is? Are we Do we just overrate everybody here in Boston? Is it just the local media over? Interesting. Is that what it is? I mean, we don't. I mean, but. not everyone. No, 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 but like. As I look at you. But at, no, but but like it was national media overrating the bill thing, too. And I feel like it's national media with Cora well, as well. No, let's separate this because that's Tomasi. He's a local guy. Yep. And he's saying there would be a market. I think it's more writers, reporters. I'm they're fine. there every I'm- day. They their feet on the street. And they're like, yeah, of course, this person's super highly regarded because they've won. Yeah, I just, again, I think I, I could have managed that team to a World Series, I feel like. That that roster was Also, stacked. there's such an easy built-in excuse for the last two years if Cora wants to talk to people about that, which is it's evident to everyone that they don't spend it all right now. Right, but this is my thing. It's like, 
Okay, fine. So they don't spend. When they spend, you win, and when they don't, you lose. So what? It has nothing to do with you. It doesn't have anything to do with you. That would be I my mean, point. I'd probably say, like, you, you're, that's your feeling with, like, most sports. They so spend. So I feel like it's probably mostly on the margins. It's like, it doesn't sound like Alex Cora does anything. It just sounds like if John Henry's committed, they win, and if he's not, they don't. It doesn't sound like Cora does anything. Well, if Cora's not interested in developing young players right now, then he really doesn't do anything for the team. Okay. The Cora thing is just, it, it, it's, I've had this for a while. I feel like he's vastly overrated. By the way, hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi Alex. Hi, Alex. Glad you're over that stomach bug. Did he show up today? He's I was just going to ask this. He's back at work. Saw, oh, good for Nice. Full uniform. Good out for there, him. ready to go. Vomit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just love how we heard from him, and I'm like, he doesn't want to be here. And then the next day, he's not out there. It's like, it's so clear. He doesn't want to be he here. He had a bad fish taco. They don't want him, and so I don't get why he's here. But that's not really the point. Arkan, you sent something today that is very interesting from Fangrass. Yeah ranking their prospects and on the one hand you go oh okay maybe their farm system's in better shape than i was giving it credit for although there's one name that is striking on there yeah the, so the good news is there's five in the top 100 which is good that's uh, the, that's the most i've seen on any of these lists yeah more I than think, baseball uh, america more than espn that's the most i've seen i think keith law also had five but yeah i mean it's not most of them it's usually four uh it's roman anthony sedan Rafaela, miguel blaze kyle teal and marcelo mayer who is at number 69, which normally is pretty nice, but that's the lowest I've seen him anywhere. I mean, you know, he's usually much higher than that. And so it's nice that they have five in the top 100, but I don't like that their crown jewel of uh, prospect is, you know, basically in the 70s now. I mean, that's that's rough. So Ryan just said this in my ear. He's 15th on MLB.com. So I don't like, know. No, but I'm that's saying a big discrepancy. No, there. I'm saying so split that. Yeah. Okay, so let, let's say what is he like? He's the 40th or 50th 40, best prospect. Yeah. So it's about where Rafael is. And this was the guy lists. people are like, how'd he fall to the Red Sox? I don't know. Maybe the teams in front of the Red Sox had a clue. Maybe he was overrated. I don't know. Maybe he's not that good. Just maybe like Fangraphs is wrong. I mean, that could be possible. Too, but yeah. but I'm, I'm just telling you, the shine has come off him a little bit on yeah. all these lists and their system's just not that great. It's not as much as they're telling Breslow the other day. We played you the clip. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of good young players coming up. Do you? The guys were taught Roman Anthony was 14th. <laughs> Marcelo Meyer is 69th. Kyle Teal's the other big one. He was 80th on this list. Good so lord. So, like, how, how good is your system? Why do they keep pretending that they have this and great system? Yeah, by the way, look at some of these other systems. Uh, teams that are winning right now, like, I'm sorry, but the Orioles are way up there. There's other teams that are loaded in terms of the next era of players that they're bringing up. And you're basically, you're betting the entire farm on this that these guys are going to come up and somehow that's best case scenario. That's giving you the freedom to go out and bring in pro level players and actually pay them to be here. Like that's what everybody's betting on is going to happen in the next couple years. Best case scenario. What if these guys get here and they can't play? Yeah. Or there's an adjustment period or whatever. Like, and that would be a good scenario. There's an adjustment period before they can actually play. This is why I would have traded. Orioles them have four in the top 25. Yeah. Them. Top 25. They also have the reigning rookie of the year. Their payroll is nothing. They have a stupid amount of young Consistently. Right consistently. And this is across all these rankings, and I look at all of them. The Red Sox are fourth in the AL East among farm systems, and they have the worst big league roster. So, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. This is probably part of why people like Kenley Jansen just sound like that. And, and Kenley Jansen has lat soreness. This is a whole day. No, no, no. General I'm sorry. lat soreness. <laughs> General Get right, lat soreness. Doctor. I laughed when I heard this last night. I didn't hear this during the day. 
I laugh when I heard this last night. This is Kenley Jansen uh, on the picnic tables down in Fort Myers. Keep my mind off at the end of the day. You know, I love this game, and um, this is where I'm at right now. And um, I'm always going to invest my time, whatever I am. So to me, it's, it's, you know, just focus. I'm here, and, you know, I got assigned here for two years. And, you know, I'm going to try to do everything to improve this ball club. I mean, I'm here right he now. He sounds like he's doing time in the big house. <laughs> that is what it sounds like. He's like scratching days off on the wall. <laughs> One day at a time. The uh, day you come in and the day you get out. Got, an- <laughs> got another. This is where I'm at right now. and <laughs> I got assigned to two years here. Oh I my mean, God! Never should have drank and drive that one time. That does not. Yeah, I had a, here for two years. Another year left. Signed here the- for two years, and you know, I'm, I'm gonna try to do everything to improve this ball club. Signed here for two years. <laughs> Signed here for two years. I'm gonna yell at my agent about it when I leave here, unless I get traded. Oh, he's he's already picking out condos in Atlanta. He's Stop. getting he's getting traded. He's getting traded. He doesn't want to be here. The Red Sox don't want him. Alex Cora doesn't want to be here. The Red Sox don't want him. Their farm system stinks. Their big league roster is even worse. The owner doesn't care. These are your 2024 Boston Red Sox. You're making Alex Cora sick to his stomach. 617-779-793-7. Theo come out and sing this in the nude on the field to get anybody in that place. That would win me over. Uh, you can jump in on our big question of the day. Have the Celtics exceeded your expectations along with all your Red Sox thoughts? And we will get to the Patriots. Tommy Curran standing by at 3.30 for our weekly chat. Uh, how much do you trust the Patriots? How much confidence do you have in the Patriots to rebuild things this offseason? Let's get to it next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.